day four. Let's get it. Starting with our devotional. Jesus meets us in the middle of anxiety. Even when we don't feel him at first. Chelsea's first experienced anxiety right after graduating from college. Oh, God, you're speaking to me already. Here's her story of how God brought her out of her darkness and into his peace. The feelings of fear, worry, and depression were so real. I could barely eat because of the daily nausea. I slept more than 12 hours every night. Yet every morning it was a battle to even make myself get out of bed. I was wrapped up in my own mind that most days I simply didn't speak. I sought help from my family, a doctor, a counselor, pastors, and friends. But my dark days seemed to never end. We all experience dark days. And those dark days may last weeks or months or even years. But if you know the story of Good Friday... The day Jesus gave his life for yours, you know there's good news. Friends, listen, Friday is dark, but Sunday is coming. That's what we got to understand. Sunday is coming. We have a hope in the darkness. And our hope has a name. His name is Jesus. Ah, yeah. Oh, come on. Mm. On my darkest day, a Friday in July, I finally drew near to him just as he had been drawing near to me. I prayed. Jesus, help me reject the lies of the enemy. Jesus, help me overcome my anxious heart. Jesus, help me trust that you are in control. Jesus, help me believe that the spirit who raised you from the dead dwells in me. And two days later on Sunday, I woke up without the heaviness of depression and without the feeling of anxiety. For the first time in so long, I could feel his peace. And I experienced a miraculous healing that can only be explained by the goodness of God. During my dark days, Jesus gave me hope. Even when I couldn't feel him, he was there. Every single day that I felt far from him, he was pulling me closer to himself. I don't know if you'll experience the sudden miraculous healing from your plan like I did. But I know for sure God is with you in the pain. mm. Jesus understands human suffering and he cares. He cared enough to leave heaven and die for us to put an end to our darkness once and for all. And the Bible says his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. And that was from John chapter four, verse four and five. John, John chapter one, verse four and five. And she ended it saying Sunday is coming. And that story is by Chelsea. And like I told y'all, and I'm going to say this every time you're going to know Philippians chapter four, verse six by heart. And it states, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
Continue to make your specific request known to God and the peace of God, that peace which ensures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. And we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. And it states, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous and pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares about you with the deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Romans 8 and 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Isaiah 53 and 3. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and pain and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised. And we did not appreciate his worth or esteem him. Psalms 56 and 8. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not recorded in your book? But if we keep going to John chapter one, verse four. As Chelsea stated, in him was life and the power to bestow life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness and the darkness did it and the darkness did not understand it. Or overpower it. Or, uh, or appropriate it. Or even observe, absorb it. I'm getting choked up with my words. Get it together, Dez. Let me start over. In him was life and the power to bestow life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness. That's the power of light. Light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it. We have to understand that Jesus is the light. And even in the midst of your pain, even in the midst of your darkness, you have to understand that if you have Jesus in your life, then there is light. And you have to lean not on your own understanding, but on Christ. You have to allow God to guide you to that light. Because if you walk by sight, you may never reach the light. And the Bible clearly tells us not to walk by sight, but to walk by faith. So if you're using your eyes to find how to get here and there and you're paying attention to your feet and whatnot, you're not understanding what God is putting in your life. You have to walk by faith and trust that God will order your steps. Because he is the light. 
He will shine the way for you. You have to have faith in him. But if we keep going to Revelations 21, verse 1 through 7, it states, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, vanished, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband. And then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will live among them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will no longer be death. There will no longer be sorrow and anguish or crying or pain. For the former order of things has passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And also said, write for these words are faithful and true. They are accurate and corruptible and trustworthy. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the one who thirsts, I will give water from the fountain of the water of life without cost. He who overcomes the world by adhering faithful to Christ Jesus as the Lord and Savior will inherit these things and I will be his God and he will be my son. So everything that God said you can have and all you have to do. Is understand that he who overcomes the world. By adhering faithfully to Christ Jesus. So all you have to do is walk in faith. Abide by what God says that we should. And everything that he said that you could do, you can do. When he comes back. Or when it's your time. You'll be able to drink from that fountain. You'll be able to shake the hand of God. You'll be able to sit in his presence. You'll be able to be with God and he call you his son. You'll be able to be with your loved ones. You'll be able to be in a place where there is no sorrow or there is no pain and there is no crying. And you don't have to worry about people passing away. There'll be no death. There'll be no anguish. You won't have to wipe the tears from your eyes. You won't have to feel bad no more. You won't have to feel any type of way because if you have faith in God. If you believe that Jesus died for our sins and you walk by faith and you lead by example and be that vessel that God has brought us to be. Then you can inherit those things. So with all that being said, think about it. Think about those things. Think about those feelings of fear, worry, and depressions that we know are so real. Think about it. Can you do that without God? 
If you want to live a life of joy, not just be happy, but joy, because joy is something that God gives you. They can't be taken away, but people can steal your happiness. But joy. Trust God. Believe in God, because Jesus will meet us in the middle of our anxiety, even when we don't feel him at first. He will meet us. That's how he is. And even when we forsake him or turn away, he'll still meet us. Trust God. Trust Jesus. Believe that he is the savior. Believe that he died for our sins. Believe that he can make a way out of no way. Believe that he can guide you by faith. Believe that he can guide your eyes. Believe that he can order your steps. Believe that he can save your family. Believe that he can deliver you from anxiety. Believe that he can deliver you from depression. Have faith in God's word. Trust in him. Lean on your not lean on not your own understanding, but on God. Think about it. Dwell on it. Go back and read these scriptures and just meditate on it. Let God speak to you. Let God move on your behalf. Let God show you the way. Let God be the light in your life. Stop trying to do everything on your own. Stop worrying about what's going to happen next. Stop worrying about what's happening after graduation. If you gave it to God, let God deal with it. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. If you give it to God, why are you trying to tamper with that action? Why are you trying to close that chapter for yourself? Allow God to close it. If you gave it to him, he says, I am the beginning and the end. Give it to God. That's all we have to do. That's day four. I'm out, y'all. Think about it. Dwell on it. If you want to message me, we can talk about it. But that's all I got for today.